Hey folks, welcome back to the My Tech Decisions podcast. On today's episode, we explore the passwordless trend with Jim Taylor, the Chief Product Officer of RSA. Hackers are increasingly focusing their attacks on credentials via phishing attacks and brute force. So the IT industry is moving toward a passwordless feature to take away that reliable attack vector. Before we get to Jim, here's a quick reminder to download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, and Spotify to hear from IT experts about making the right technology decisions for your organization. And now here's Jim Taylor. All right, so we are here with uh, Jim Taylor, the Chief Product Officer of RSA, and we're talking about uh, the passwordless uh, trend. Um, Jim, uh, first off, you know what kind of passwordless solutions are out there for um, CIOs and IT managers to uh, check out? Hey, Zach, so great to be with you. So uh, actually, there's a whole plethora of passwordless solutions. It's the cool new thing to talk about yeah. this year. It's one of our... Uh, shiny new buzzwords, um, but it's actually something that as an industry we've been evolving to, to over a long period of time. So uh, some of the more prevalent solutions are things like FIDO. Um, FIDO is really getting a grip now, which is great. We're a big supporter of that. But you also see other passwordless solutions, things like biometrics, things like behavioral things. Uh, one-time passwords, push, SMS. So mm -hmm. there are a range of different ways to enact a passwordless strategy. I would say right now, uh, FIDO is the one that's gaining the most traction and ground. Right. And, and I mean, so I think folks that have, you know, like an iPhone know about, you know, face ID um, yep. and, you know, one-time passcodes. But uh, for... Uh, I guess, enterprise environments, um, you know, what, what has really been catching on? So, so similar kinds of things, right? Uh, particularly over the last couple of years. Um, and, and interestingly enough, consumers all have jobs. And so they're the people that work right. in enterprises too. So, um, and part of the challenge is whenever we evolve a technology or we make a kind of dramatic shift, uh, one of the one of the toughest things is how you bring the users along, right? It's that user experience and educating your workforce to a new way of doing things. So uh, a lot of companies are deploying solutions that leverage things like Face ID. The phone uh, has become surgically attached to most mm -hmm. of us, right? You know, we have it with us all the time. So it's a device that we get to leverage, be it fingerprint, phone, um, those kinds of things. A lot of the smart devices will also have the ability to store things like FIDO keys and things like that as well. So uh, very similar in the enterprise as it is in the consumer experience as the passwordless options. Yeah, what are the, I, well, I'm not sure if that, that there are any cons to passwordless solutions, but um, if there are any, um, you know, feel free to, to talk about them. But I think the pros, correct me if I'm wrong, are that um, passwords are inherently uh, insecure. Um, anyone can be phished, as uh, simple as clicking on a link in, in an email and, um, you know, entering your, your password into some uh, phony website. Um, so can you talk about the pros and cons of passwordless? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and I don't want to come across as, um, 
you know, talk, talking bad about passwords or, or the concepts of passwords, right? I mean, passwords have been around forever, 30, 40 years, as long as we've had a tech industry, we've had passwords. And they were a great solution for what we needed. The challenge with passwords or, or some of the problems with them is they're just a little bit out of time, right? Um, and if you went back 100 years, everybody was riding around on a horse, right? There's nothing wrong with a horse, but a car got invented and now we all drive around in cars. So, you know, that's one of the challenges is we need to kind of modernize and we need to update. So what you see is over time, passwords have kind of become this uh, ball and chain around the user and the organization's net. They're difficult to manage, right? I mean, we've all been through situations where your IT department says, hey, you've got to change your password every 30 days. It's going to be 15 characters long, uppercase, lowercase. You know, it just creates a, a difficult challenge. So for the average user, keeping track of those passwords is very complex. It's a lot of hassle. They're often challenged. They often forget them, creates a situation. For the organization, that means they spend a significant amount of resource managing passwords. I think password help desk resets are one of the biggest costs in IT. Right. Passwords also represent, uh, to some degree, a security risk, right? They're vulnerable. Um, as you said, you know, phishing is a is a big deal these days. Uh, your security is only ever as good as your weakest link. And unfortunately, the weakest link is the human, right? Particularly if you look at some of the attack vectors over the last, you know, recent years, they're getting very sophisticated. You know, you're getting texts, you're getting SMSs. It's very difficult sometimes for the average user. If you're busy, you're at work, you've got to do something to know when you're being fished. So that's a challenge as well. Inherently, users tend to reuse passwords a lot. So, you know, I ask everybody just in your head, kind of go through, you know, everybody probably has, I think the average user has something uh, in, any, in the order of over sort of 60 to 100 passwords mm. um, in their life. And so what do you do? Well, if your favorite uh, sports team, you know, if you're a, a, a big fan of, you know, pick, pick your sports team or whatever it is, you probably find that you use that a lot. So, um, you know, that represents a risk because if I hack you, if I fish you, if I get hold of that password from your social media account, chances are it's the same one that you're using in multiple places, maybe even your corporate credentials. Yeah. So passwords have become a problem as we've digitized more, if we have more access, more passwords, more accounts, it's become an unmanageable problem for uh, companies and a bit of a security risk as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in my personal life, I'm sure there are like dozens of, pass dozens of passwords that I have, but just, you know, in my uh, professional life, um, I mean, kind of the same deal. Um, I have, you know, I log on to different accounts on, on different services and websites, um, you know, dozens of times a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what other roadblocks to, adopting password solutions for everything that your users need access to. Yeah, sure. So, um, and, and this is this is where it gets challenging, Zach, right? It, it's difficult to change behavior, yeah. particularly at scale over time. So passwordless solutions are great. Um, you know, they give an overall better experience. You don't have to remember something. You don't have to change something. You know, if you're using your face login, your face is your face, right? So 
you don't have to keep updating your face every time, uh, you know, every 30 days or something like that. But for organizations to truly adopt passwordless, it, it takes time and it takes a strategy. What we recommend is, you know, in terms of uh, best practices around passwordless, is for organizations to take a gradual approach, right? Um, that means start to implement technologies like single sign-on, start to implement things like, um, you know, strong authentication or MFA. It's much easier for a user to have a really complex lock on the front door. Once mm -hmm. they're through that front door, we have the security capabilities to ensure that they're safe, you know, throughout the building, those kinds of things. Very important for organizations to make authentication secure and convenient for the user. And passwordless does that, right? It's much easier to just look at your phone or, or press a button or accept something than it is to remember some crazy password. You know, in most cases, you've got it written down on a sticky note or, you know, in a notepad file somewhere and, and you're always forgetting these things. And then you go through the reset process. Yeah. So we would say, take that gradual approach, make authentication convenient, implement technologies like single sign-on that gives you a front door, add things like, um, you know, multi-factor or one-time passwords or, or FIDO credentials or something like that. So users can start to benefit. And over time, we will relearn that behavior mm -hmm. and we'll get better at it. Yeah, and I think that, I, I think at least maybe at the start of these, you know, MFA deployments, I think a lot of end users probably complain that it's not convenient. Um, it's kind of second nature to me now, you know, I think A, because I read about this stuff and I know that security is important, but B, I think I'm just now kind of used to, you know, opening the Authenticator app on my phone to log into my uh, email. Um, so is that kind of a struggle there too, just kind of getting and yeah. users to kind of come around and understand that this is, you know, important because you are just as responsible for your organization security as much as your, your IT folks are? Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Right. Um, and, and so Zach, I always say, and it, it's not my quote, but I will, I will use it. Um, you know, the best dollar that you will spend in security is on education. Right. Um, you know, the more your users understand, the more educated they are, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the better it is for the organization. Because at the end of the day, you know, we all have security teams that, you know, sit in a back room and, you know, monitoring kind of, you know, war games type uh, uh, security operation centers. That's not the front line. The front line is the users. And so that's really your strongest point of defense. So educate the users, make it convenient. And the nice thing is, is when you get to something like passwordless and you're using things like biometrics or FIDO or something like that, the actual experience is easier, right? You don't have to look at something, right. you don't have to enter right. something. So right. I think we're moving in that um, overall direction where you know we're getting Nirvana, we're getting the balance of both convenience and security. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the last point that I'll throw on this is the best form of authentication is the one that you don't have to do, right? If we know it's you, how do we know it's you? Well, we know it's your phone. We know 
uh, you're typing at the speed that you usually type. We know that you're accessing something um, that you would normally access, right? Every security decision comes down to being a yes, no. We make better decisions when we have more context and data, when we understand the risk. So passwordless moves us towards the direction of having to do fewer authentications because our trust, our confidence in our security posture is just that much stronger. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll eliminate uh, authentications you know, at least some of them or a degree of them. So the overall user experience is better and people will prefer that than, right. you know, the old way of having to remember something and to something, those kinds of activities. Um, you know, have you run into or, or your, your customers, I guess, that, you know, truly are, you know, almost completely passwordless or, or are we still kind of a ways away from, from getting there? Uh, honestly, Zach, we're, we're a ways away. Um, you know, there are uh, in, in every in every kind of technology wave, and and this is a new wave. Um, you know, we've been through a lot over the last couple of years with the pandemic. That's forced more remote working. Mm. You know, security has had to kind of fundamentally be rethought. Um, and, and so it's a journey, right? You'll have those customers that are at the front of that wave, those leading customers who are innovative, you'll have your more conservative customers, you know, that are adopting it. I would say the front of the wave is just now getting to the point where passwordless is is, is a reality mm. um, in their environments. You know, they've removed 80% of the need for an authentication. They still yeah. have, you know, 20% or something like that to go, but they're most of the way there. Um, and you'll see, you know, every different customer is on that journey. I mean, RSA, our core kind of, you know, our core DNA, uh, our fundamental principle is that we are a security company. So we tend to deal with much more security sensitive um, types of folks, you know, finance, healthcare, those areas that are uh, heavily regulated, government, mm -hmm. defense, those kinds of things. So our customers tend to, you know, they don't just put one lock on the door, they put three and a camera and a searchlight. Um, so, you know, we do our types of customers uh, tend to be a little bit slower than the front of the wave. Right. Um, how have security incidents like uh, what's happening at LastPass kind of uh, strengthened uh, uh, this trend to move away from passwords? Yeah, and I, and I think that's unfortunate, right? Because I would say solutions, you know, password managers, things like LastPass, um, you know, I would I would actually make the argument that they're better than no password manager at all, right? It's, uh, you know, uh, they do a lot of the password management, password rotation. Um, you see it in, in other password managers. You know, if you've got an iPhone, it'll suggest a strong password. Well, you could never remember that, right? So they manage that for you. But the problem is at the end of the day, it's still just a list of passwords. So if I get in, if I break in and get your list of passwords, um, you know, it's it's no better than me, uh, you know, stealing the notepad from your desk drawer that's got all your passwords written down on it. Yeah. So password managers are a, a good thing. They're a step in the right direction, but they're still bad because it's still passwords. So I think... <laughs> These kinds of incidents, and it's not just them, right? There's been a lot of stuff going on over the last 12 months from a security perspective. You know, we've seen a lot of activity. It's way, way up 
Um, you know, they are just heightening uh, the drive towards passwordless. Enterprises are realizing that it's time to move from the horse to the car. It's time to implement a modern solution. Right. Um, any any other uh, you know best practices for you know um, adopting passwords passwordless solutions, or just kind of getting you know your your users and the entire organization just kind of to just consider that this is coming down the pike. Excuse me. No, I, I think actually there's there's a, a, a lot of uh, best practices um, around this. I mean, the biggest one that I would uh, suggest to, you know, any of your listeners or, or, you know, anybody out there is have a plan, right? You don't have to, don't be reactive with security, mm. be proactive, right? So come up with a plan. Um, it usually starts with identifying those assets, um, you know, the data, the applications, the whatever it might be in your company that is most valuable, that you right. need to most secure, right? Um, <clears throat> you know, stuff that you keep in the safe. Um, build a strategy around some of your core assets. Build out from there. Um, education, 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 right? Bring your users on that journey. If your users understand that they're the front line of security in your organization, they will be your best line of defense. Um, you know, secure the weakest point. So I think there's a lot of opportunity to improve things. I would say to companies, don't feel like, oh my God, we don't have passwordless or, you know, we don't have a fully implemented zero trust strategy. It's a journey and you can make a lot of gains um, just by taking steps down that path. And if you secure the right things first, you're protecting your organization. Yeah, would it, would it make sense to start with like securing your, you know, Microsoft accounts or, or email or, or something um, or lower hanging fruit that, um, you know, isn't as sensitive? Um, I, I would say, um, you know, there are some natural kind of choke points into an organization. If you're, um, you know, an organization that's adopted, you know, uh, Microsoft's uh, Office Suite, right, or Office 365 or whatever, that's your email, that's your documents, those kinds of things. Uh, secure the weak points first, have a focus on the weak points. You know, the big doors are, um, you know, always good to kind of secure and you can build off that i would say you know seek out that low hanging fruit um i don't think it's super important to spend your resources on implementing you know passwordless say in the vacation booking tool for example right. Right. much more important to the organization to secure your communications channel first at the same time, identify those assets that are critical, right? If you're Coca-Cola, where is that secret recipe? Who has access to it? Make sure that the important stuff is taken care of, then hit the choke points, um, and then the low-hanging fruit will come, right? It's all about risk. Manage your risk, right? What's my exposure? What's the consequence of, you know, my email being hacked versus, um, you know, my vacation booking system being hacked. Um, big difference in the impact on the organization. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very good. Uh, Jim, uh, thanks very much. I appreciate your time. Hey, that's great. Thanks, Zach. Really appreciate spending a little time with you. Thank you. Thanks very much.